When it's a nice day, maybe it's summer, maybe a holiday, maybe Fourth of July. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, some kind of like some an Eastern little things. <laughs> sometimes it just you uh-huh. can tell that we're still five at heart. Sometimes <laughs> you said penis. <laughs> Maybe those rings movie just came out and you're love the land of Middle Earth. If you feel it, you see. Let's take a moment and listen to the IFNT podcast. You are now recording. Yes, I was not recording before. You are now recording IFNZ Podcast, episode 119. Episode 119, where we're here to tell you that NBC's Peacock and WWE have announced a multi-year agreement that gives Peacock exclusive streaming rights to WWE in the U.S. Oh, I was like, what's WWE? I thought it was another, like, uh, well, World another Wrestling channel. Entertainment, of course, Shad. This also starts on March 18th. And it will begin a rollout of more than 17,000 hours of new and original library content and new original and library content of the WWE Network programming. Oh, so which, they're taking the WWE app and they're throwing it into Peacock. Because like, they already had one. They had like their own yeah. standalone app. Yeah, they're basically dissolving it and they're going to migrate it over oh, to Peacock. Wow. Do the same premium with them. So if you pay like the $5 monthly uh, or or the Peacock Premium Plus or whatever package that is because yeah. they have like a ten dollar one. Yeah, um, you can get that all included in there with it. I tell you, I'm so happy that I already prepaid for six months of, pre- of Peacock because I'm going to be watching so much wrestling. I know, right? You get to see classic bouts that you thought you would never get to see again. Yeah. What was your favorite wrestling bout of all time? Um, I would say probably um, Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage. Oh, yeah? When was that one? Uh, 1989, uh, January. At the January, Royal, Rumble. Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. Well, Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble is usually always in April, though, Shad. <laughs> it was an early one that year. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know that, but I just kind of wanted to see if there was something I could throw in. I, uh, I liked that. Uh, who's the guy that had the sock? Mankind? Mankind, yeah. Nick yeah. Foley. Nick Foley, yeah. He's still around, right? McFoley is yes, but he does not wrestle he's, anymore. He's not. Yeah, he. Uh, I didn't realize like that wrestlers took on multiple characters. Like McFoley had like three different people mm-hmm. that he was over the yeah, years. He was. Uh, he started off as uh, Dude Love, <laughs> and then he was Cactus Jack after that. Okay, throughout majority of the eighties into the nineties, and then uh, at. Probably the biggest chunk of his fame, he was Mankind. Okay. I would say that was probably his biggest claim to fame. I gotcha. Um, but he has since done... He did, He directs a lot of like indie movies and stuff now. Oh. And, he, and he also is uh, one of the controlling shareholders of the WWE. Um, oh, wow. Alongside like the McMahon family and yeah. stuff. So he's he's like a... He's a big boy. He's up there with them. I, uh, I heard that Dwayne Johnson, that The Rock, that he ended up having quite a career. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, he's in movies and stuff now. That's I hear pretty good. I uh, yeah, because I always thought it was weird that uh, that Hulk Hogan had uh, he was like Hollywood Hogan at at one mm-hmm. point in time. Uh, yeah, and I well, was it was like, all like a transference too because that was like that wasn't even WWE. That was NWO, right? That was that was uh, WCW. Oh, uh, okay. For like, he went over to WCW at that point in time and started the NWO, and that's whenever he did like. I'm a whole new persona now, brother. I'm Hollywood Hogan. I'm a bad guy. Yeah. And uh, 
so that was weird to me, but I I didn't realize that that was kind of commonplace that wrestlers would take on new characters once one had kind of gone, uh, kind of ran its course. I oh, guess. Yeah, just it's basically one giant soap opera, basically. It is. I did. Uh, I think we talked about one point in time when I went and saw the wrestling live, the WWE live at, at the SIU uh, arena. Uh, I think we have. That was really cool. I would only I'm. I would exclusively watch wrestling live because uh, that was probably that. that I, I'll definitely admit that was cool, uh, but it wasn't. It wasn't cool on TV for some reason for me. I don't know why. I don't know. Whenever I was growing up, especially in like the the mid to late nineties, that was like really where I hit it at my hardest. That I like really watched it, and I already started off like I loved the WWF before, but whenever WCW really started kind of kicking up. And then you would have the transfer of like Hulk Hogan over there and uh, Sting and Ultimate Warrior mm-hmm. would eventually migrate over as well. And then that was the network that ended up uh, bringing up like Goldberg. Yeah. And that was kind of like a huge thing at that point in time. Like he hit, he he won like almost like 200 matches or some shit like that before he finally got like defeated. Yeah. And all of his matches were like crazy fast because he would just go into the ring and spear somebody <laughs> and they would be like knocked unconscious. It was like matches that lasted like 10 seconds and that was over. Huh. It was like the whole like premise of it was just like this guy is such an uber badass, nobody can defeat him. I if remember I, it's like that being Goldberg being a big deal, and I was like, he kinda like looks old. Yeah, was, he was but, I mean he had a professional like arena football career and stuff like really? that for years and years and years prior to uh even stepping into the ring to be, you know, to to fight and stuff. But I always thought that was really cool. I guess it played suit with like I like the storyline stuff that kind of went in with that because it was always something that was new and interesting and different that would kind of happen. But it also kind of played suit and it might sound silly, but the way that I kind of think about it is with that mentality that I have with stuff like uh, like like Dragon Ball Z or like a good anime. Uh-huh. I, sh- I could see the how like a lot of that stuff kind of almost goes hand in hand and probably where a lot of they could get some storyline shit from like anime and then use it. <laughs> That, it would because cross I mean, anime has been around since like, you know, 70s, 80s, whatever. Yeah. So, and like, especially with like Dragon Ball, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's been around since the mid 80s. There's thousands but, of hours of wrestling yeah. or of, of anime that they could look at. Do you have like characters that'll have like, oh, here's a villain character and this character's so powerful, nobody can defeat him. And then you're just like, oh, well, then there's this guy that's the good guy and he's training and he's training and he's training. He's finally in that match where he's like fighting up against the guy. He might just be strong enough, kind of a thing. It's just that kind of a little mentality to it that maybe kind of the back of my head. I was always like, this might be part of the reason why I like it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, In other kind of media merger uh, kind of news, we also uh, got we know that there is going to be Paramount Plus is going to be coming out March 4th. Uh, So that's the God that's I know. I know you've been waiting on it. Uh, (laughs) That's the uh, CBS all access kind of just rebrand, right? That's there's. There's not, it's not a giant, like, it has like a little things. bit of a one subsidiary. Is there something with Showtime that's going on there as well? Like other older Showtime shows or something are supposed to be on there. I could see that being that because Showtime is also owned by the Viacom CBS, like parent company. Uh, so I could totally see where they would do that. I also, I didn't realize that Pluto TV, the free guy, uh, yeah, yeah. is a, is it also underneath the Viacom CBS umbrella? Um, and so it would be, it isn't, uh, it wouldn't be surprising to me to see like maybe some live channels 
like we do see on the Peacock where they've got where you can just tune into like the office TV channel and just there's just office running all the time. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be surprised that with this new rebrand that we may see a little bit of that with Paramount Plus because that's what Pluto kind of bling, brings to the table is that live yeah. TV kind of going. So uh, I like Pluto. We we we've had Pluto for a bit on our after we got the the Chromecast with Google TVs. Yeah. In the house and stuff, and uh, I like perusing on there every now and then because they have a whole bunch of different like weird oddball channels and right. some really cool standout channels that are on there too. But there was uh, what was it? I went into their we went into their library uh, uh, just a couple of days ago to see what what on demand movies and stuff that were on there. They have a whole category that's just concert movies, and yeah. scrolled through it and we watched like the first half of uh, the Prince Comfort movie, Sign of the Times. Nice. It was really cool, but because uh, I've never seen that one before ever. But it was uh, I, I didn't realize they had that much just random shit in there too. There was like a Stone Temple Pilots live on there as well, and cool Allison Chains, just a bunch of stuff that was I guess they had the rights to to a certain extent. I don't know what record label it would have all been tied to. Yeah, that, I don't know. that would be kind of under an, like an umbrella because it seemed like it was very limited to a certain extent. Like there was only so much of this kind of rock and only the, so much of this kind of like R and B pop stuff. Yeah. And it wasn't like a big category of anything, but I gotcha. I don't know. But the yeah. uh, the Paramount Plus, uh, one of the big things is that you're going to get specifically uh, your like MTV catalog, your Nickelodeon catalog, your BET, your Comedy Central, like all of those are kind of going to be uh, hanging out in there. And I'm really interested to see what their what their back catalog is going to be for that. And uh, potentially what are some new originals that they could bring to the table mm-hmm. with that would be cool. Yeah, for sure. Did you ever? Did you know there's a BET her? Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing until I we were scrolling through Pluto and I saw it was a channel. I was like, <laughs> huh. I mean, it makes sense, but I was just like, I never knew that was a thing. Yeah, I don't know what is specifically on the her. Maybe some like ladies movies, like some girl, uh, like girls' night out kind of movie kind of thing. They have um, uh, oh shit, what's her name? Some uh, romance, Kiki, you know, Kiki, Kiki Palmer. Yeah, absolutely. She's got a like a talk show type thing that's on that. Oh, okay. It was on when we were like scrolling through the channels because I didn't have I had the grid up and then I went on to something. And then I was just scrolling like through the channels like old school cable box style. Yes, and just like pressing down and letting it go to the next thing. Yes. That's what was on was like it was a key, the Kiki Palmer show. Nice. Um, so she's got like a talk show, kind of like a Wendy Williams esque, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in news that's totally different, but also still news. Uh, <laughs> Did you see the announcement that Microsoft made and then quickly retracted about their Xbox Live Gold pricings? Oh, did they retract that? Absolutely. I saw that it was causing quite a stir. They they said, oh, we fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they, announced, uh, they announced the removal at one point in time of the 12-month subscription for $60 that you could potentially get and put it in place with a $60 for six months meaning that they had literally doubled, doubled. the price yeah. down um, and also increased increase the prices of other monthly uh, sets. So if you get like the three-month or just a month-by-month month kind of a thing, they increase the prices of all those across the board as well. Um, they didn't touch Game Pass Ultimate. That still remains $15 a month. So that was where it was set at. But it pissed off a whole bunch of people because they quietly pulled back the 12-month card uh, last year, at one point in time, uh, closer toward the end of the year, they didn't announce it. They didn't say anything. They just pulled it from stores and pulled it to where you could only buy the six months cards for $30 a piece. Oh. And then they went ahead and was just like, hey, since we haven't had 12 month cards, we're increasing the price because we feel our worth of Game Pass and, and Xbox Live Gold and everything is 
totally worth it. So we're basically going to double the price on everything. <laughs> and then uh, the amount of backlash has uh, slated them basically saying, literally like Phil Spencer, one of the heads from Microsoft Division, his f- first quote from his statement is, we realize we messed up bad. <laughs> <laughs> so furthermore, uh, you uh, you can get the $60 uh, price point again for 12 months, but backpedal to that. And on top of that, they have now made any game that is free to play as far as online goes, like your Fortnite, uh, Call of Duty uh, Warzone, uh, Halo Infinite. Whenever it launches, it's actually going to have multiplayer that'll be free to play as well. So if you have an Xbox, you can do that. Gotcha. You do not have to have a gold membership, period. Oh, you can wow. play a free. You can you don't have to have Xbox Live Gold. You can just get on there. Any game that's free to play, you can play free to play, which is kind of uh Kind of the way that I guess I think PlayStation has. Like I know that Fortnite, you don't have to have a, a PlayStation Plus membership to do that. I don't know how many games really go into I that. I think far. That it's, it's it's like theirs is there are certain games like like Fortnite. I want to say like Apex Legends okay. does it as well. Certain ones depending on the developer because I think Activision has uh-huh. it tied on PlayStation where you do have to have it because they okay. they work so closely with PlayStation that I think they met it to where you to play Warzone, I think you have to have it. Oh, okay. But it's it's like a handful of titles. This one will be like every single title that's on there. They basically backpedaled on everything and was just like, we'll make it cheap again and we realized we did bad and uh we were stupid. So Wow. Sorry. To the point where like I saw a lot of people going like, I think I'm gonna go check out PlayStation. Like they oh, were, yeah. that which is a little like well, the thing of it was like it wasn't gonna affect me. I'm already paying for Game Pass Ultimate and it's fifteen dollars a month. I get my worth out of it, yeah. even over the course of a year, by, based on the amount of shit that I come to you telling you, like, hey, this is on Game Pass Ultimate, you should check it out, or I've played this on game. I mean, I wouldn't be playing Dragon Quest had it not been for that, because yeah. I got it as soon as it popped up over on there. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Hey, uh, <laughs> the over the weekend... This uh, this past weekend that happened before the artist the weekend before uh, before this week uh, before this episode drops uh, was the Super Bowl, and it happened. Uh, it did, and so I was just wondering. What do you think about those Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Those Buccaneers, uh, <laughs> bunkers. <laughs> uh, I was just wondering if you had any thoughts. If you had like a where we could just guess the. Uh, oh, it's really weird that we said the weekend because he was the halftime entertainment. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. Where we I, there was, I had somebody that I almost was just like, I don't even know if I can keep you in my my circle of friends. Was like, I don't understand why the weekend this like brand new artist gets to be the the halftime show. He hasn't even who, been around I for five. Who that was because I saw somebody post that on my timeline where I'd seen that. <laughs> and I was just like, they have to be fucking with me because this guy's been around for now like nine years. He was like in like the forefront of like everybody's mind as far as like a pop art R and B artist goes. He's like, he hasn't even been around for five years and what maybe has two singles. And I was like, oh my gosh. It has to be the same person because that's verbatim. <laughs> I won't call- want to know. I want to I want to know who it is. Don't don't call I won't him call out. him out here, but yeah. Because I can't remember who it was and I was just like are they are they dumb? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was and I I was like, well, maybe I'm wrong. And I went and I looked at it, and like, yeah, you're right. the The first album came out in like 2020 or 2010, um, and there's a slew of a slew of greatest hits, uh, like afterwards, and all of the like millions of like chart topping like whatever you know 
It's crazy. Well, not only that, like, you look at anything, like, he's, like, what album, or not not After Hours, but uh, what song is it on After Hours? I think it's Blinding Lights has been with, it was number one on the top list for weeks and weeks and weeks. Yeah. And it's still in there, but it's, like, number three. <laughs> and it's been number two or number three. Like, it goes back and forth. And it's been that ever since. It's never left the charts That's crazy. since it came out. And it's been over a year now, almost, that we're coming up yeah. on. Yeah. It's like, what do you... What do you want from a halftime show? Like, of of course, it's going to be it should be it's most likely going to be a pop artist because this is a popular program and you want someone Mm -hmm. that is recognized by the majority of the people that are watching it. Well, not necessarily that, but they also want to have somebody that's an artist that not only relevant relevant to (laughs) other people that are watching the program with others that like. I'm not necessarily the person to talk to about somebody that's interested in football in general. Yeah, I really don't care. Absolutely. Like NHL has always been my thing. I've always been a bigger hockey fan than anything else. So that's it. But I'm just saying like that this isn't really my forte. I really do love the weekend and I do like football season when it comes down to like the final four teams yeah. or the or the Super Bowls on. I mean, I'll watch it kind of here and there. But if there's a cool pop artist that's on that, I might you're going to tune in with like, yeah, like. Tom Dick and Harry's wife that doesn't fucking care about football, but her husband oh. wants to watch football. And then, you know, oh, cool. Well, the weekend's on. I love listening, pumping the weekend on the radio whenever I'm, you know, <laughs> in my car, in my my Jeep Cherokee. Yes. And my Range Rover. <laughs> my sweet Lexus I got from selling cosmetics. <laughs> what? <laughs> if you live in Southern Illinois. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the are you going Kansas City Chiefs? Are you going Tampa Bay Buccaneers? What do you think? Uh, I think it'll probably be the Bucks. You think he's gonna Brady's gonna do it? I think it's really the coolest thing about it to me is, and this is the first time it's ever happened in history. They always have a different city that they play in. Yeah, and this is the first time that uh, a team has played in the Super Bowl where it's actually their home city. Yeah. And why is that? Is that because of COVID? Is that a, is that a specific thing because of this or no, it's always, it's, it, it's always like cities have different bids that they'll put on to oh. where it's like the Olympics, you know, it always goes to another major city Before or another major country. Before you even know who's going to win anything, we already yep. know where the Super Bowl is going to be. Yeah. Oh. Like ideally we should already know where 2022's Super Bowl will be played oh. at. I see. Now. I didn't and they'll have that. that stadium already picked out. Those people already know, like, hey, we have a year now to get this going. Yeah. Let's start figuring out what's going on kind of a thing. That's, like, kind of the principle. They already knew that Tampa Bay was going to be where this season was going to end at. But it's the first time ever that it's been, huh. like, this is a, ho- a home turf advantage kind of a thing. Um, I don't know if that necessarily plays to that. I was listening to NPR, and they were actually talking about the NFL at this point in time. And whenever Brady moved from the Patriots to – Really weird how we're talking about sports now. Um, <laughs> we Brady only moved, do it during the Super Bowl. Like that is the yeah, only time that we it. ever talk sports is like around this time. Yeah. Maybe the March Madness, like next month, yeah. we might talk about it a little bit, and then it's over. Like there's just like two or three episodes of sports in the entire year. <laughs> <laughs> this this is our puck nuts. Is two months of the year. Uh, so they were talking about whenever Brady moved from the Bucks, it was like six months after that initial transition, he brought, uh, Gronkowski over with him. Yeah. Um, so that way he could have his tight end there kind of helping, you know, lead the pack. But the coaches basically like let him kind of hand select and craft and pick his offensive line, like from scratch. So that way he was like, Hey, these guys are going to play how I know how to play to their strengths and stuff. Oh yeah. Because 
you know, I mean, I've done this for a while now, obviously. I, I need them to play. If you want me to play the way that I play, you need to let them play it's the way that effort. I need them yeah. to play yeah. kind of a thing. So a lot of people were like, I guess we'll see how it goes. And then here we are, yeah. you know, basically like a year later and they're almost Super Bowl champions at this point. But I feel like it's definitely strong. The Kansas City team apparently is virtually unchanged um, from what it was. And they were the champions last year. Oh, so, okay. I didn't realize um, that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's pitting a champion team champion team that has basically virtually unchanged and they they dominated last year against you know a team that is handcrafted and picked by one of the best if not the best uh quarterbacks of all time really yeah i yeah absolutely i know who i i sometimes i get excited you had said gronkowski and i was like i know who rob gronkowski is because he was on the mass singer um and uh they had mass who was he i think i think it was the white tiger Ooh. Maybe I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure on that. But is that some? Is that like a nickname they call him on the team that nobody else knows? They're about? like he's the White Tiger. White Tiger's coming up. He's got that tight end. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, this is sports talk with Shad. <laughs> I like that tight ends. Can we just call that the segment name? <laughs> sports talks with Shad, and then really small in parentheses, just put featuring Justin. Because like you're driving the conversation, and I'm just like. Oh yeah, he was on Mass Singer. Oh yeah, tight ends. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, but see, that's that, the the part I'm talking about is dumb and boring. Your part, <laughs> your part's what's that's that's the, the delivery and the punch is there. That's the white tiger right there. Is the that's the, you're you're my white tiger. <laughs> is all I'm saying. You're you're the Siegfried to my Roy. <laughs> oh, they're both dead now. <laughs> they are. Uh, the tigers ate them. They're together. Do you? <laughs> what if that's the way that it happened? Like. <laughs> They both just went out by Tiger via Tiger. What if that's the way it happened? And then this entire time that uh, we 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 ended up finding out that it was actually Joe Exotic that trained their Tigers for them. Yes, that'd be awesome. I uh, yeah. speaking of that, I think it's uh, it's worth noting that uh, I really reveled in the uh, the I got a little bit too much enjoyment out of the fact that he thought he was going to get pardoned and <laughs> had. Did you see the Did you see the SUV thing? No, I didn't see it, but I heard about it. Yeah. <laughs> It's so ridiculous. So, There's it was it was probably it was a stretch Hummer okay. limousine yeah. out front of the prison, ready to pick him up, <laughs> and it was like probably longer than any stretch limousine that I've ever seen. <laughs> it was absolutely ridiculous, and there was no need for it. And I mean, who was fronting that in the first place? Who's giving the money to have a stretch limousine pick him up and take him somewhere? Yeah, yeah. And there's no zoo to even go to because now Jeff Lowe's lost the zoo. Yeah. So are the animals, at least. To, maybe he doesn't have to go to the zoo. Maybe he was just banking off of being like, if I can get out of prison, maybe I can just be a reality star. Oh, It'll be the next, absolutely. Like, he, he's going to be like the next Bravo's something on that channel. Yes. Oh yeah. I would absolutely watch anything. I'm sorry, Bravo, that if I, if offended I smirched you. your name <laughs> by throwing Joe exotic, but I kind of feel like they belong. They're the real housewives <laughs> channel, right? Like they've got like all the different real housewives. They've got all of the real everythings. <laughs> everything's real. Like the real Joe. Exa- Ru- RuPaul's Cousins Drag Race is on there, I'm sure. No, RuPaul's not on there. No, RuPaul's Cousins oh, Drag RuPaul's Race. RuPaul's Cousins Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't get RuPaul. But they got RuPaul's cousin, <laughs> who also does drag. I do want to see. Ru, Ru-, Ru- Steve. <laughs> no, I like the idea that RuPaul's Cousins Drag Race doesn't have, like, that he's actually never done drag before. And they're like, let's just give him a show. 
where he's trying out that I, I, it's like it's he's like an everyman like the uh the the uh like the real burly the, uh, guys well I, I was gonna say he's he's like an everyman in the sense of like whenever you see uh like uh water burgers yeah like mark Wahlberg's brother yeah like the guy that runs the restaurant he's like nothing like his other brothers yes like he's he's basically like that guy, but then they were like, "We're gonna dress you up." <laughs> like he doesn't because he doesn't have I can't remember his name, but he doesn't have like this big like personality like like the other two does. He's kind of like quiet and he's to himself, and very he just kind much, of like he's very much more so very meticulous, resolved, like reserved. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so popular Bravo shows you got Imposters, Project Runway, uh, oh. Chop Chef, All Stars, Million Dollar Listings, Summer House, Below Deck, Mediterranean, uh, Tim Gunn's Guide to Style. <laughs> And uh, this show, I don't know what it is. The Rachel Zoe Project. This sounds like a channel that you would like half of the ch- shows on there. Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Hey. I was Queer Eye on Bravo originally. Queer Eye is Bravo, I guess. I yeah. guess the because the new one's on Netflix. But yeah, I'm not. I like certain decoration stuff, but I like more of like I like the HGTV. I like watching them get hands on and actually like do the demo and shit like that. This is more along lines like. Fashion hunters, like we're gonna fancy up your house. I don't really I gotcha. care for, too terribly much for the interior decorating. I'm like, I'd rather just watch them build the shit and see like what's kind of cool about that. If that if I was into that, but I don't really watch that kind of stuff. I but to- yeah, you're right. Uh, every Real Housewives is here as well. Okay. I just got to that area. Okay, cool. Real Housewives of Atlanta, Real Housewives of New York, Real Housewives <laughs> of of this place. Which ironically enough, none of them. That's not a real sh- like. That's all like scripted for the most part, right? Like that's all. I it, they make it's it's real. My <laughs> fingers could not quote any harder. <laughs> it is that, but yeah, you're right. It is 100 scripted. Because like even like most of the most of the people on there are like actors, actresses, and stuff. Yeah, or like uh, other people that are tied to other other like famous movie actors yeah. or, or music uh music people that are uh maybe like B list. There's nothing like none of them are like really huge no. famous people. I think I finally like I I I caught like kind of figured it out when uh the the blonde kind of timid girl from the office is is on one of them. And uh and I was like, oh well that's I think she's maybe on the Real Housewives of Georgia or something or Atlanta. And uh I might be wrong about that. But I was like, oh, well, she's an actress, and this is a TV show, so this must be not entirely just random. I know they did have, what was, there was a comedy one that was a spoof of the Real Housewives thing. Was it the Real House Husbands com- or something like that? No, they, they they made one that was like the real, real something, and it was like, I feel like it was on Comedy Central, but it was like a giant spoof on all of that. Oh, uh, well, I see. It's the same people, they made a one that was like, uh, like a spoof of uh, the like the bachelorette and shit like that too. Oh, I see yeah, that one. That was called like something of love or whatever. And that was on comedy central as well. It's like the same people. I gotcha. Like flavor of love, like flavor of love or flavor of this fucking commercial break. <sighs> you smell that Shad? It's February, the month of love. And we want to know about your love. It's all about spreading the love this month. And we want to spread the love with you. Spread your love to us by leaving a review at ifnz.net. We want to hear what you have to say about us. In turn, we are going to share the love with you. If you leave us a review on ifnc.net this month, you will win a prize. You heard that right. Every person that leaves a review in February will get a prize sent to them. Real prizes for real. Check it out. ifnc.net. Out. Shad, 
Yes. Have you heard the news? Uh, which one? That, that we're getting a new streaming service every week? Uh, yeah. Uh, also, <laughs> have you heard about the cool new video of the podcast that's starting on our network? I, I have. I, I Gosh, I hope that I know about things that are happening on our network. What is it, uh, though? No, I totally recorded this and put it on there without asking. <laughs> I know, uh, you, I know, but I knew about it because you posted it. You did, and I posted about it, and you knew about it because we talked about this. And I read your uh, posts. Let me tell you about an obscure obsession. This is Ooh. a family-oriented horror-slash-macabre podcast co-hosted by the entire Harris family. What? You got me. You got Mandy. You got Betty. It's the greatest hits of Harris's. Wow. Not to be held. I mean, Kamala Harris is there too, but she's uh, she's busy right now. Yeah. Uh, doing important episode things. Episode zero. We launched it just a handful of weeks ago. It's out now on the YouTube's, ready for people to, to gaze at with their eyeballs. We opened up some some uh, some subscription boxes of some fun crystals that we got. What are those? There's a company that we work with called Enchanted Crystals. Uh, you can visit them at EnchantedCrystal.com, and they have subscription boxes that get sent to your house uh, once a month. Nice. And inside, you get all kinds of different crystals and stones and different things that have potentially different healing properties and and uh, different like it, it can change your moods and it can do all kinds of different things, Chad. So are you tell me that this is a commercial within a commercial? No, I'm not telling you to go to EnchantedCrystal.com <laughs> and check out Enchanted Crystal's amazing selection of stones and crystals that they have there at their website. Do you have a preview for any of the upcoming topics that you're going to cover in a, in the Obscure Obsession? We're going to be talking about uh, different horror movies that we've consumed over the course of uh, recent times, as well as more family-oriented, uh, more like you know kid cartoonish slash uh halloween or horror-esque uh escapades in the in the ilk of you know like your frankenweenies and your nightmare before christmases and even shit like vampirina you know i had a feeling vampirina was gonna show up in this dude one day me and you are just gonna talk about vampirina for a long time you can't you can't hear my head head shake but there's a head head, don't shake your head i downloaded uh Kingdom Hearts back on my PlayStation, the the first one. I was yeah. like, I might play this again. That sounds like fun. Did you start playing it? No, I didn't. Did it, is, do you think if you start playing it, Sora will say, is any of this real, for real, <laughs> or not? And then go, eh, eh, ah. I did see where somebody had made a comment where they're like, I really think Kingdom Hearts 1 deserves the Final Fantasy VII remake treatment. And I was like, I, I second this. I think that that's a... like." if they actually went through and they redid it to where now all of the story makes sense from the beginning and then they build it and put in all that extra stuff in like the same way that they did with seven, like that would be awesome. I could see them doing that. I'm probably even before they thought about advancing the storyline anymore. (laughs) Right. Really? I mean, honestly, I could see them wanting to do something like that, but they've got so much going on with trying to make the next sort of remake. And then, doing final fantasy 16 all at the exact same time like they have they at one point in time they were like hey 16 is going to come out 2021 like the tail end of the year and now they're like we don't fucking know we're, we're working on two <laughs> separate projects that are absolutely huge the last rumor i heard it said something to the effect of final fantasy 7 remake 
would be ported to PS5 sometime in like May. Okay. And it's supposed to get some extra little like boost to it. Like it'll run like frame perfect kind of a thing. And it'll be a little bit smoother of an experience. Not that it wasn't. I mean, it it played fucking fantastic. But I mean, any any better and getting its own port. I'm sure that would probably mean that they'll try to charge more money for people. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? Like like if you have the existing copy, they're like, pay us 20 bucks. And then you can get the version for your PlayStation 5. Or if you don't have it, pay $60 again. Yeah. Absolutely, I I I would almost guarantee that you are right on the on the nose right there. Um, yeah, I I don't know because so they're saying that sixteen probably isn't going to be a twenty twenty one or it's kind of they're thinking that they might end up having to push it back. But it seemed like they'd been working on it pretty hard uh, for I guess behind the scenes for quite a while now. Yeah, I just don't understand how any group of Square has any fucking time to do anything. They have their <laughs> fingers in so much shit. Yeah. That not just not just Final Fantasy, everything. I'm talking like Kingdom Hearts, all these other side projects yeah. and different games that they have. They're all like uh, near Automata is like all of that stuff in the near universe is oh, all yeah. tied to them too. Um, it's just so fucking much shit that they've got. They've got another near game coming out. I forgot that that was part of the same like they're the same people that that yeah. make the near games because. I think we'd even talked about if they ever did a uh, that was one of our kind of dream casting if they ever went to. A final or a, a Kingdom Hearts game that opened up video game worlds instead of Disney worlds, like that near would be part of that kind of thing potentially. If we yeah, you know, that easily, I, it would fit in really well. I feel oh, like yeah. honestly, I I never got to play too much of Automata, and I've heard nothing but good things about it. I really want to dip into it eventually, but I played the first near on 360 quite a bit, and that story was just really really good. Like. The gameplay had its slog moments at I points see. in time where it kind of bogged down a bit, but story-wise, it was it was really good storytelling as far as I'm concerned. It was it was very good. I played um, the the demo of Autonoma a while back, and I was like, "That game's awesome! I can't wait it takes to sometime do it." So I many it. different, so many different kinds of fucking gameplay mechanics and mixes into one game. Yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, because it's got like segments that are like shooters almost, where mm-hmm. you're in, you're like mech gundam and it's almost like an on-rail shooter in 2d sense and a 3d sense and then you've got your stereotypical like action hack and slash type thing and then i don't know i mean it's it's it just mixes so much different shit yeah absolutely uh let's see did you see all the news and informations about uh resident evil village um they're doing some sort of demo release a demo release for PS5 exclusively. Okay. That's uh, right. It'll yep. be out on all consoles. But uh, so we've got the eighth mainline Resident Evil game. Uh, I I don't really. I, they keep just saying it's Resident Evil Village, uh, not Resident Evil Eight Village, because the eight is in Village. I right. Guess. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be coming to uh, Xbox Series X, PS5, PC on May seventh this year. Now. Okay. Um, as well as the current consoles as well too. So they'll have dumbed down versions for the PS4 and the Xbox One. Um, and the accompanying demo is called Maiden. I guess you play as a different character mm. and it's like a 15, 20 minute long demo. Um, cool. kind of going through the dungeons of the castle from like the main game and then kind of leading up into like the first levels of it before it kind of ends. Um, kind of giving everybody on the PlayStation side of things a little bit of flavor. Um, I guess they said that there will be another demo that'll be similar to like the first few, uh, like first, like maybe hour ish of the actual main game oh. that'll come out sometime in like April, right before the game. And that'll be out for everybody. 
Um, but this one, I, I don't know that you're meant to play as like, they call it maiden. You're playing as a female character going through this. But the other thing was they released the trailers for it. Uh, so we actually got a full uh, story beat trailer. We know that this actually is a tie in game now, which we weren't really certain with before, whenever they announced it because of the way that it was kind of set up and stuff, they were like, there's not really, you, you don't really still even notice like if it's the same virus strain or any of that stuff, but we do know that the main character of this game is the, is Ethan, which is the main character from uh, Resident Evil 7. Gotcha. Um, set, I guess, maybe a year or so later, maybe even months or something, and he's going to this, seems very Eastern, Europeanish type of uh, Europeanish. area. Europeanish. Europeanish. <laughs> uh, I would Europe. like to see, I would like to see Europeanish. <laughs> if I could, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh some kind of like some an little Eastern things <laughs> sometimes it just you uh-huh. can tell that we're still five at heart sometimes <laughs> you said penis <laughs> uh yeah so it's like very it's like the dead of winter uh going through like small villages that kind of have uh and not like like, like this the the main area is actually called a full-on castle but what is it called whenever you have an area that's like not like a mansion. I don't know. It's hard to describe. It has a name in that area in like, like, you know, like Eastern Europe mm-hmm. that it's like almost like a building complex compound. Yeah. That if you will, but it's like homes, I but see. it's not like, it's not like a town, but it's just like, they're really big houses, but it's not just like one house. It's like a, multiple houses connected together. Kind of. Oh, they're connected even. Yeah. It's, it's got like a I couple of those. I yeah. don't know. It's almost kind of like a, like a, little one-off that's like a cul-de-sac or something i don't know yeah i like cul-de-sac we'll go with cul-de-sac uh and then the other thing they showed off a couple little bits of gameplay for uh some other stuff coming down the pike on the resident evil side of things because this is the 25th year of resident evil uh so happy birthday and uh in addition to the main game we got a reveal of what they're calling reverse uh which is a multiplayer title that features main characters from across the entire resident evil universe that you fight against each other in multiplayer matches. So you like can play as any of the hero characters, side off side characters, even some of the monsters as well too. Cause I've seen like in the gameplay it shows you can play as like the tyrant or nemesis oh, um, okay. or even some of like the bosses from some of the other games, like a uh, Sadler or any of those people from like resident evil. Adam? 4. No, not Adam Sadler. Uh, I forget what it is. I think it's William, William Sadler. I gotcha. He's like the main bad guy from Resident Evil 4. But uh a lot of a lot of RE news. I'm super excited. I loved Resident Evil 7 a lot. You and did. I remember that. Yeah, I, I I recommend it to anybody, especially if you're not like a huge Resident Evil fan. It's a really good stepping off point. You don't really have to know a ton or anything at all about Resident Evil in general whenever you're kind of going into this. It's just a really, really cool, in-depth, immersive experience. Uh, that they've never done before. Like I said, this is all like first person, including uh, Resident Evil 8. So they always have a trying to switch it up every every three games, it yeah. seems like. Yes. Have you uh, you been watching the WandaVision at all? No, I haven't got to watch it. Okay. Well, uh, we maybe we'll we'll chat about it maybe once it's all done. I don't know if you're planning on watching it uh, when it comes out or if you're just kind of like, oh, I'll get to it whenever. But uh, maybe we'll, we'll chat once it's kind of said and done. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely be watching it. We just haven't got a chance to get around to getting into it. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's my it's my Friday night watch. 
at this point. I, I can't wait for it been, to come out every Friday. Been hearing good things. I heard a, a I heard a spoiler, I guess, of something from the last episode. Maybe I don't know. I don't know if anything's really spoilery quite yet. I guess she mentioned uh, her brother's name. Oh, yeah. Not that it's like a really huge spoiler. I mean, we know that they're there that he exists, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the first time that he's ever been mentioned or another person like him. I guess a mutant. I guess was kind of like what they were kind of nodding toward. Well, I mean, he has was, ever really been mutant. They were. He was in Age of Ultron. Yeah, I mean, he he died. That was the whole point of it. Is somebody brought up him existing and she kind of has already forgotten about him like because quicksilver existed in the marvel universe already at the same time that quicksilver existed in the x-men universe they were in like within months of each other they both were in movies together which was i I thought was an odd choice but uh but yeah so that just bringing him back is kind of i think trigger talking about her triggered trauma a little bit um, that is clearly what this show seems to be about, which is what we su- had suspected or had hoped at least uh, that this would be is kind of a a walk down what she's dealing with after losing vision and losing her brother. Previously. Yeah, so is he meant to? He's like meant to be potentially dead this whole time. Um, I'm assuming they have not said uh, at the point yeah. of episode three, which is what uh what what has come out as of this time. Um, I'm, I'm running through the Marvel movies though. I'm trying, uh, they don't go as fast as, uh, episodes of WandaVision though. I'll tell you that, uh, yeah. they're, <laughs> they're a little longer than 30 minutes and I just don't know why I can't watch them all. I'm slightly, I've made it. I'm in halfway through the first Avengers movie. Uh, so that would, are they fighting aliens? They, I don't, not quite yet. They're getting ready to, uh, but yeah, I don't remember a lot about, I think the Avengers movies, this seems weird to me. But the Avengers movies are the ones that I don't remember the most of. Like Avengers and Avengers Age of Ultron. I don't really remember paying attention to a lot of those. The the standalone movies for the characters, I remember a lot about them. But uh but not those for some reason. I'm just not not sure if I didn't like the team up movies at that point in time, but um but yeah, so I'm but WandaVision, I hope that you do get to watch it and we can we can definitely chat about it once it all comes out. It's uh it's been a wonderful, wonderful thing. It makes me think like I you know, honestly, I think I could we talked about a couple of weeks ago getting rid of Hulu Live TV. Uh, I know we're both mm-hmm. kind of on that on that realm right now. Um, already happened. It already happened for you. It's already gone. Mine is coming up that it, I lose mine. Um, but it's like I think I could just live off of Disney Plus. Um, like, I don't know if I need anything else that, that, uh, that app standalone for me being kind of a Disney boy, especially a Disney star Wars boy, uh, is like, I don't think I ever would necessarily need to pay for anything else. I'm going to, I'm going to have all the other apps, but like, I think I could, (laughs) uh, I could just, if, if there was ever a time where I needed to just like not watch a lot of TV and just wanted to be in a creative space, I would cancel everything and just keep Disney plus. To like go to bed too and stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, that totally makes sense. I, I get that. There's so much shit on there, and it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and getting more and more to yeah. its library in the first place. But um, yeah, it makes me wonder. Like, there are certain properties from the Marvel side of things that are coming down the pike that I am excited for uh-huh. as far as it goes. But there's certain things that I'm kind of a little lukewarm on. I'm still not sure about the Falcon Winter Soldier show. Oh, really? I'm sure it'll pan out well and I think it'll be okay. Yeah. But they're not like necessarily like my two favorite characters kind of a thing. You know what I mean? I like Winter not Soldier that, a lot. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I like, I like his character all throughout. Like he's, I don't know something about that dude. Like I like that dude. I think it's probably because yeah, like I Sebastian keep, Stan. Yeah. It's Sebastian Stan more than it is anything else. But I think it's also me going like, man, they could have cast him as Luke, man. They could have cast him as Luke. <laughs> like, so I just keep yeah. looking at him. Cause I'm like, that's Mark Hamill. That's like a younger Mark Hamill sitting there uh, doing a good job at what he does. That, that movie winter soldier. If I remember right, I was like, really awesome and uh and was a really good movie i can't wait to circle back around to that on my marvel cinematic universe viewings uh and see if i if it's as good as i remember it being yeah i had a dive more into like some discovery plus stuff recently um just kind of checking out even more shows and stuff that that are on there because it's so much shit um, yeah, oh, yeah. But, uh, we really need to pick with a sh- pick a show and that we want to stick with that we're going to run through. Me and you, because no, me and oh. me and Mandy. I thought you wanted to watch a show out. with me because I kind of want to like. I really want to dive more into at least something like uh, I want to finish Gotham because we still have like two seasons left that we need to finish over it. Um, we never ended up watching Umbrella Academy yet. I really want to watch season two of it. Uh, I'm so far behind on walking dead, but I kind of still want to see what's up in the butt with it because it's, it's good stuff. Yeah. And I love it. And I've been rereading, you know, walking dead and kind of getting back into that. And then season two of the boys as well. I enjoyed that so much last year that I really, really, really want to see more of it and knowing that that's all out and ready to be consumed. I I want to get into that habit to where I can actually have something of a show that I can get in and talk about other than just being like, Hey, I caught up on ghost adventures again. My, uh, my, uh, my, my word uh, to you is good luck. Thanks. <laughs> Cause, uh, there's just a lot of stuff out there and, uh, it's, it's hard to, to pick and choose a little bit. And there's yeah. some stuff that like will suck you in that just doesn't, doesn't ever, I'd, I'd come of anything. I, uh, well- one of my new favorite things is that because it's like such a no brainer and I really like it is we've been kind of feeding through Shit's Creek. She's watched all of it, yeah. but I'm I'm in the middle of I think we're almost about ready to start the third season of it now. And that's kind of like my little pastime. I don't I'm cool with watching like one to two episodes and then I take a break. I don't want to binge that show for some reason. Huh. I don't know what it is that's going on. Like it's it, it, it seems I don't like know what it is. Well, that's going be, on. <laughs> well, I'm just saying like it seems like it could be a very like binge worthy show. Oh, but yeah. I watched it all in like two days. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But there's like, I don't know, something about me is just kind of like, hey, you should savor it a little bit because it's over and it won't come back. And this is your first time on it. So really enjoy it as it goes along. So kind of just slog through it, you know, like maybe be like if we're together for a day, be like, hey, let's watch an episode or two in the beginning of the day. And yeah. at the end of the day, I'll watch an episode or two instead of watching 15 episodes. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I think I'm, I'm, I'm about due for another viewing. Uh, yeah. Pretty soon, I think I've been getting a hankering for it. I'm like, oh, I think uh, I think I might uh, might might be time to get some Shits Creek on again. And get to see old uh, Dan Levy and uh, Levy and uh, on uh, SNL soon. Yes, I yeah, I'm I'm pumped for that. the The lineup, there are three hosts uh, so far that they've announced are all good good choices for sure. Did you hear about the the Harry Potter TV series? No, they just announced it today. It's a Harry Potter TV series that's reportedly in early developments on uh, HBO Max. Huh. That makes uh, sense. Reported, reported by Variety. Uh, broad ideas are still being discussed, but I guess it's supposed to be like a kind of like a prequel series about some different characters. That's smart. Yeah, within the within the universe of like around Hogwarts and all that shit. 
Um, but yeah, it's something that doesn't have a ton of credence to it yet. I mean, not credence, but it doesn't have a ton of information or anything like an information to but it. But it appears to I be guess, confirmed. Yeah, Ra- Rowling gave her kind of like, you know, do what you will kind of a thing with it because she's not going to be like a creative lead to <laughs> yeah. it as much as it I, goes. I bet they're like, um, we'll give you a check, but you're going to have to shut up and stay in your corner because she clearly doesn't know how to talk. She does not know how to talk or she just does not know how to shut up anyways, whenever she tries to start talking. Yeah. She's going to lose her entire fan. I mean, she already has lost a major part of her fan base, but absolutely. Luckily they can be like, ah, she doesn't have creative control. We're going to do the Connors with this. It's like Roseanne bar going to your Hawaiian Island uh, house. And we're going to go ahead and make the Connors for a bit. Yeah. Like, Essentially, essentially that, but it'll have home on HBO. I guess they're just now starting to get like the idea is there and out and they're going to start getting definitive scripts and stuff uh, together for it now. But I'm excited for some more Harry Potter, especially if it's on a application that we can watch. I hope it's uh, I hope it's uh, like a James and Lily kind of. Uh, storyline like that. Oh, that'd be fucking dope. Like a young adventures of James and Lily. Yeah. Cause you got or like maybe right after he becomes a, uh, an aura. Yeah. You, well, you kind of get the, you kind of get the sense that like, I want to see them in school. Cause you kind of get a sense that there's some like young Hagrid stories that you could tell. And I don't, is Hagrid around the same? Like, did he go to school with James and Lily or is he groundskeeper? He was, he was groundkeepers at that point in time. So he's even further back. But he yeah. went to school around the same time that Voldemort went to school. Like they went to school together, right? Like that's yeah. the sense that we got. He would have he would have been in Hogwarts at the time of that. But he did he he didn't finish like wizarding school, did you? No, he got did he? he, did he? I didn't either. But uh, no, you didn't. I forgot about <laughs> you. You didn't either. I'm sorry to bring that up. But no, he he uh, <laughs> no because he got in trouble. Remember that was the whole yeah. thing. Like they thought that he was doing the evil things, or he had the spider and. Blah blah blah. Yeah, because um, he wasn't. He's like still not allowed to practice magic in or out of the school yeah. or anything like that. Just as a groundskeeper, he's only supposed to do it like in his corner of the woods. That would be, and I, that would be maybe even be a the rise of Voldemort, like from the Tom Riddle uh, kid in school, and kind of seeing like the rise of the villain would kind of be a cool story too. And then you could easily take the Tom Riddle into Voldemort into a young James and Lily in like season three, season four of it. Yeah. Well, is that going to merge with what we have going on with uh, everything in fantastic beasts? Because is that not like meant to be tied in with that kind of stuff as well? Um, That's all happening uh, with these other characters though. That's all like Grindelwald and, and all that. You don't have a, a, a you don't have those characters in there. It's just a, a young Dumbledore, I guess really. And this is like well, young Dumbledore. What's what's the what's uh what's his face? The Flash kid. I can't think of his name. Oh yeah. Uh, what's his character meant to be? Um, I he it hasn't been stated what he is. They said that he was meant like they said to him like you're Dumbledore's younger brother or something. Did they not? No, no, none of that was ever okay. said. Uh, he's got some uh powers. He's he's got a, he's got some some pretty heavy powers. But no, he's not of any relation to anybody. <laughs> And isn't supposed to be Voldemort or anything like that. Like he's a powerful bad wizard uh, that doesn't like. Because isn't this isn't the snake? That's Tom's snake. Is or that's that's the that becomes the snake. Oh, and, Nagini, yeah, Nagini. Yeah. Uh, but she was, uh, 
she was in there. What was she? She had something to do with, um, I can't remember, but Nagini, the, the actual human is in fantastic beast. Um, but I can't remember what happens. I think she's a shapeshifter and the snake is her form. And maybe Grindelwald cast a thing to make her stay in her. I was going to say, something happens to where she stays the snake permanently. Yeah, I think that Grindelwald does that. I'm not 100% on that, though. Um, But no, I... uh, What's-his-face's character? The Flash. We'll just call him the Flash's character. Ezra Miller. Thank you, yeah. I had to look it up. It was fucking driving me crazy. (laughs) I was like, I should should know this. (laughs) Um, He seems like he's one of those situations. He's like the... The powerful, like, uh, two, he's old, older and has these powers that are undeveloped kind of in the same way that you see with like Anakin Skywalker, like they didn't want to mess with him because he was too old, uh, to be trained and had too much power in him and too much hate in him. It kind of seems like the realm that they're going with Ezra Miller's character. Um, but I don't, I, they didn't really say much else. It did kind of lean to him being a key player maybe in the, the history of what we already know though. Uh, yeah. I do remember that. It does say, because he has a, he has, they did say his name was a Dumbledore, but I couldn't remember what it was. That's and it's right. allegedly because his real name isn't Credence Barebone. I wanted to look it up. Yeah. They said that he is a, re, a re, allegedly born Alurius Dumbledore. And he's meant to be like in relation to Albus in some way, shape or form. That's right. And didn't, he, they had a sister that they didn't talk about, right? That was Dumbledore's yes. thing. So yeah. I wonder if maybe he's not a Dumbledore, but maybe he marries the the sister and kills her or something like that. Like maybe because they don't ever in the movie, they don't ever say that. That's that's just all like kind of who's is hilarious. An, an already known character or is that? It has to be. Somebody's not making up the name Hilarious, right? No, I don't <laughs> think so. I mean, it doesn't have anything that I can click on to okay. see anything like any further beyond that. But it says Credence Barebone, also allegedly born as Hilarious Dumbledore in 1901. And maybe there was something in the graveyard, like when you went back to the the like Dumbledore's childhood like town and everything when they did that in Half-Blood Prince. Maybe we we saw a gravestone of that or something like that. Uh, I don't know. That's interesting. I'm sure somebody in the who's listening could probably drop us a comment that's like, "No, you assholes! Here's what it actually is." Like, that's fine, and you have every right to call us assholes as long as you leave us a comment. Because <laughs> if you do, and leave it in a, leave it in a review format, you leave it in a review, you <laughs> get you a little twofer. You get to call us assholes, and we get to give you a prize for doing Boom. it. Boom! That's how we work here at the IFNZ podcast. <laughs> have you been watching or following along with the stand at all? Uh, no, I haven't been watching it. I don't have, uh, the all access of the CBS's. Uh, uh, I've been doing it just, I, I have CB, CB, all, CB, what is it called? CBS all access. Jesus Christ. Uh, specifically for this show. Uh, mm-hmm. and I just, I still can't get into it. We're like six episodes in and I'm like, what is happening on this show? I don't quite understand yeah, uh, it's it's a bit of a a bit of a hard swallow, a little bit of a slog at points in times. Whenever you read the book or even watch the old, uh, the old original TV television movie. series, yeah. yeah, that was from the nineties. Yeah, um, but I've I've had that TV movie and I watched it and it's it's enjoyable, but it wasn't like my favorite. I guess the biggest part of it to me, whenever I was, I'm gonna I want to read the book because I remember watching the series when I was younger. I actually bought the DVD, watched it. Oh yeah. And then that was around the same time that I was starting to get into dark tower. And I was like, well, I'm going to go read the book and then kind of see how all this kind of coalesce, um, with Randall and all of this. And, and 
I was like, that's, that's kind of cool. I was just like a little aside kind of a thing. There's not really anything that happens definitively in this book or anything that affects anything that goes on in the dark tower universe right, yeah. specifically, because that's why all of these spinoffs with the man in black happen, mm-hmm. whether it be, um, what's the storm of the century. Okay. Um, and along with like this one and some of the others where he's kind of coming out to try and do something specifically to help him alter the course of events that would happen in like the dark tower. I see. So like oh, in storm of the that. century, the man in black comes into that town and he says like, give me what I want and I'll go away because he wants a son. He wants a sire to teach all of his wizarding magic too. So that way he can have somebody to come back with. Huh. That's kind of like the whole principle of that book. Is that's in and that that movie and stuff yeah. as well too. Same thing with like the stand. He's trying to come into this realm to take over to get more powerful and have more followers to take back into Midworld. Oh, I did not realize that that was all. I knew it was the same character, but I didn't realize that there was a a overlapping uh, drive of that character. Yeah, you know? like he's he wants to do whatever he can to win. Huh. Like that's that's and he seeks out multiple avenues by like just dipping into alternate universes. Cause you know, mid world's like the hub for all things. Yeah. And you kind of has the, the rim that kind of like all of the beams come into the center of the tower. Yeah. So you can kind of enter and exit between either thinnies or different things at the ends of the beams to go into alternate dimensions or the doors, yeah. you know, if the doors are around. So is not the band of the doors is the, the beams into like the dark tower. Is that kind of like the Bifrost? Like, is it essentially like the same In kind of... In a certain of, extent, and then at the end of each beam, you have a, a being or an entity that kind of protects it and guides it. That's why you have one that's like a massive turtle, one that's like a massive bear and stuff like that. And they're these like giant, basically like animal gods that kind of protect the thing. Gotcha. And like the, the turtle beam actually is directly tied to it. Oh. Huh. And the, that, that turtle god, because that creature... The, the creature it, yeah. whatever Pennywise really is, yeah. is actually like the direct polar opposite of the turtle beam. Oh. And they're like the, the yin and yang the of the universe. Yin and yang of the, yeah, of that, that set of things. Cause they huh. talk about in the it book, he talks about like his birth and stuff like that and talks about like the back of a giant turtle and shit like that. And it's like all kind of directly correlated to oh, that as well. Oh, wow. That's crazy. There's a lot of weird tie-in shit to the Dark Tower that he just slips in every now and then <laughs> to certain things. It's like, oh yeah, that too. That too. Yeah. Huh. I look like you can't there's like I think I want to say like nine to twelve books that mention specifically like the Crimson King or All Hail Crimson King, and you see the eye symbol somewhere in it. Like I know wow. that book Insomnia. Um not Insomnia is it Insomnia? Mm-hmm. Stephen King. I can't remember which, whichever one. I think it's insomnia that I'm thinking of. Whenever the guy is like slipping back into like this weird dream state at one point in time, he's walking through these like alleyways and there's like uh, blood painted eyes for the Crimson King and posters that are all strewn on there that are written in blood. And it says all hell Crimson King. And he sees the King on the throne in his, yeah. in his uh, vision. And then he like snaps out of it. And it's just like some tie just into the fact that like, hey, here's the bad guy from this book series that I wrote. <laughs> huh. That's crazy. No wonder he's a genius bestseller forever. You know what I say? I feel New Zealand.
production. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs>